Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. After a long break, we are back. And uh, nobody better to join us than the draft guru himself, Jake Standerford. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We great. are getting into the like the best part of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I love coming to do this. Yes, yeah. Um, first, first text was to Jake after we did the uh, the draft order and just to make sure that he was good to do the mock draft again. How many years have you done this, Jake? What is this, four or five? I don't know. No, it's definitely more than that. Okay. I probably, because I remember doing it back in my old house. So I've been at this new house for six, no, five years now. Oh, so wow. It had to be probably seven, maybe seven okay. or eight years. All right. Well, I know everybody loves it. And I've got texts already from people wondering if we were doing, going to do the podcast and if Jake was going to come on and, and, and do the mock draft. So uh, we're thankful that you did it again this year. Um, Real quickly, Jake, what did you think about the uh, proposed changes for the league um, at the pre-draft meeting? I'm very excited for them. Well, not only because I proposed uh, two of them, but yeah. I'm all for change. I do like change. I like making things more interesting. I think anything that we can do in our league to make it different than your standard league is is good, um, even though that some of the changes – might be weird or something like that. I think ultimately that'll be fun. Yeah. I will quickly go over those and then we'll get into Jake's uh, mock draft really quick. But the new proposed changes that uh, passed during the pre-draft meeting are number one, we have a keeper league this year. So going into the draft, you will know that next season you will get to keep one player if you want to. You do not have to. Um, and I know Jake posted about it. I see it here on the the message board on Facebook. And he was just saying uh what are the keeper rules? And uh, I'm going to read what you put, which is pretty close. Um, and we can, we'll put up some polls and and discuss this and, and be sure that everybody's on the same page before we draft uh, next week, which is, uh, I guess, a week from today. Yeah. Um, but what Jake, what you put was round three and up are eligible and keepers will have a two round escalator following year. Um, for example, your third round pick, this season would be your first next year. You know, if you kept somebody in the seventh round, that'd be your fifth the next year as well, uh, as well. And one keeper uh, only players picked off of waivers during the season are ineligible. Players had to have been drafted during the draft. Players are still eligible if they get traded, added or dropped. Um, so I guess those are things that we can discuss really quick. That's just kind of what Jake has proposed here. I kind of like the idea of having a three year or a three round escalator um to protect the first three rounds um of players so that the that talent will be back in the draft the following year but again these are things that we will discuss on the facebook message board but uh so you, you're happy with the keeper league there jake yeah for sure and i i went through some like reddit post yeah to look at what other leagues are doing and man they're all over the place yeah, <laughs> some of them had some of them had keepers within the same round, and to me, like that's that's no fun because everybody's yeah. just going to keep their first round pick, uh -huh. and it it gives you know people at the top this year like a huge advantage. Yeah, so you have to you have to do an escalator, and yes. you have to have some limitations. So I, I'm all for the three round. Yeah, so 
we will uh we'll be posting some polls very soon so if you guys can be sure to vote and voice your opinion on that number two proposed change that passed was that we are going to do uh reseeding the eight teams who make the playoffs by points so no longer will yahoo just kind of decide it and you it's kind of tough to keep up with this is going to be by total points right jake yes correct mm -hmm. okay so uh that will be the case this year so the one through eight will be off um with number one whoever has the most points and the eighth seed will be different as well as i see number three eighth seed goes to the team with the highest point total for the teams that are in the eight through 14 regular season standings regardless of the record so uh basically if you luck your way into the the playoffs you better get that seventh seed because eight's going to the the highest point total so i like that i think that'll be uh something to watch make it a lot of fun all right let's see here moving forward jake the draft order for the 2023 season i'm just going to run down it really quick and then you can go ahead and start the mock draft number one is uh myself and brian number two are jeff and rob number three jordan iwanison who by the way will be taking the ice bucket live uh, at the draft this year so uh that that'll be something to to see uh number four matthew suggs number five that's weird matthew suggs matt suggs i don't know if i've ever called him matthew uh number five jake stanifer six wcw seven kevin white eight carver and chase nine risher 10 cameron reed 11 greg lucius 12 the allman brothers 13 jordan pace and 14 East Coast Wombats. All right, Jake, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Number one, what do you have for us? All right, so H&F is going to be picking first. And what I did is I used some pretty cool insight from Fantasy Pros. I don't know if you ever used that site, but they have a really cool mock draft tool. And you can import your league and they'll actually take history from the last five years and give you insight into how each person drafts. And it's actually really cool. Oh, cool. And uh, there was actually a lot of really good stuff that it picked on you guys. Um, so you guys have only drafted running back and receivers in the first six rounds of the last five years. Okay. Um, you drafted a running back in round one, the last four years and a running back in round two, the last five years. So you guys clearly go running back heavy. And then, like, rounds four, five, and six, you've drafted wide receivers the last five years. Okay. Interesting. So, um, I was actually – I kind of had you guys pegged to take Justin Jefferson because he's been going the overall number one in just about every mock that I do. Yeah. But knowing that – you, knowing kind of what you guys maybe prefer and what you guys have done in the past, you might take a running back. So, I'm going to peg you guys in for Christian McCaffrey. All right. Christian McCaffrey, number one. Uh, I can no comment, no comment. We will we will have to uh, discuss. Uh, what do you have for number two for the uh, Gall brothers, Tecmo? Well, um, I think since McCaffrey's off the board at that point, you have to take Justin Jefferson. You know, does it fit what they do? They don't really have any data for Tecmo. It's very uh, there's really no patterns that Tecmo has 
has had over the past five years. So I'm just wow. going to go ahead and pencil them in for Jefferson. The only thing that, that it says is that they've never drafted a defensive special team before round eight, but like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they haven't drafted a backup tight end in 80% of drafts and they typically overvalue wide receivers. So Justin Jefferson right there. All right. Justin Jefferson going to Tecmo power runners. All right. Number three, Jordan. I uh, Jordan is always a wild card. Last year, he picked Najee Harris, and it completely just threw me for a a loop because <laughs> I was not I was not anticipating to get Eckler. I think I was at six, and he picked Najee, and other people kept going wide right receiver, and I got ended up getting Eckler. So I really don't know what Jordan's going to do. Uh, one really cool thing about this thing is it actually said that Jordan I has frequently drafted Philadelphia Eagles players that, that that is actually in this thing we knew that it was true oh yeah yeah but like it actually picked really up on funny. that as an actual pattern that's awesome um but I think you know probably Jordan's gonna go with maybe Cooper Cup here okay uh, I I, I kind of envision him bringing like a magazine in that's <laughs> was probably printed eight months ago and uh, probably Cooper Cup's going to be sitting there at one of the top spots. So right. pencil in there for Cooper Cup. Yes, yes. All right, number four, Matthew Suggs. All right, let's see. Strong side here. Drafted running back in round one, the last four to five drafts. And also in round two. So clearly uh, going heavy on a running back. So I'm actually going to put Suggs in for Austin Eckler. And I will say, like, having Eckler last year, it was incredible. Just watching these games, like, you know, I, I would be down maybe, you know, 30 points or something like that. And then since Eckler had some afternoon games, um, I was really hoping that he'd lock some points. And you'd just be watching the game, and uh, Herbert would, like, drop back. He'd, he'd, like, see his first two reads were done, and then he'd just dump it off to Eckler. And then he'd just rack up, like, four catches on one drive. And all of a sudden, I've got, like – 10 more points out of one drive. He's just a cheat code. He's a cheat code in PPR. I don't see any reason that uh, it changes. Uh, he's just a PPR machine. He's right after McCaffrey. So, yeah, Austin Eckler. I can definitely say with us having uh, Herbert last year that Eckler was a thorn in our side. It just seemed like he just got so many touchdowns last year. Rushing touchdowns too so. he was the touchdown leader he was the he touchdown was. leader last year at 19 <clears throat> all right so uh eckler going to Suggs there jake what do you have for yourself at five what does fantasy pro well, say about you it says uh 92 of my picks in the first five rounds are running backs and receivers so that's you know that's that's pretty standard yeah. i've never drafted a quarterback before round three or a tight end before round four that's pretty much it. There's really no hard pattern. Um, but I, I've even seen Jamar Chase go number one or number two in some drafts. So if Jamar Chase is there at five, I'm probably going to take him. All right. Going to see Jamar Chase going to Jake at number five. All right. What do you have for WCW? What's the intel? 90% of their picks in the first four rounds were running backs receivers they drafted a receiver in round two the last four drafts that's interesting so that Say that, that kind of says 
Say that one more time. They drafted they drafted a wide receiver in round two, the last four drafts. Oh, okay. Interesting. So um, you know, if you go if you're pretty much known to go receiver in the second round, which they're very likely to do, they're probably gonna take a running back uh first round. So uh they rode Nick Chubb last year to a championship and I've seen that Chubb is probably going to be the rushing leader. Uh, they had the rushing leader last year in Josh Jacobs, which they got, you know, later on in the rounds. But Nick Chubb is going to be probably the best running back in the league. Kareem Hunt is gone, so he's probably going to be getting more passes. Yeah. I mean, he could push for like 1,800 yards this year. It's going to be insane. Their offense is going to be way better with Deshaun Watson. Um, I would even probably even take Chubb. I think he's criminally underrated. He's been going like in the second round in some drafts, and I'm like, no way. Uh, Chubb needs to be like in the first, you know, top seven picks for sure. So Nick Chubb. All right, so a contract extension for Nick Chubb to WCW. All right, number seven, we have Kevin White. Uh, no real intel on Kevin. Whoa. None. There's there's no patterns. It says no. The only, only pattern for Kevin is that he said nay to every single proposed change at the pre-draft meeting. That's the only Oh man, yeah. That's the only pattern we have. <laughs> really wish we could have got that on on record to yeah. play for the podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'm just I'm going to go Tyreek Hill here. Okay. I All think right. that uh just going like a big time wide receiver. I think Hill's in that first tier of wide receivers, so pencil him in there at number 7. Okay. All right, Tyreek Hill going to Kevin number 7. All right, number eight, Big Orange Bullies, Carver and Chase. All right, we do got some intel here. All right, so they've drafted a running back in round one, the last four to five drafts, and they've gone wide receiver in round two. So um, I think we're going to go – I think they're going to go with the splash here, and I'm going to go Big Orange Bullies takes Bijan Robinson at number eight. Okay. John Robinson. Okay. All right. Moving on to Risher at number nine. What do you have for Rish? All right. Let's see here. They drafted a wide receiver. Rish drafted a wide receiver in round four, the last four or five drafts. Uh, he drafted like six straight last year, I remember, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, you yes. know, I don't know. You know, Rish. Rich, sometimes I think that he wants to make a splash. In the last few years, I feel like he's just gone like the safe route. Kind of boring for, you know, such a, a boisterous personality like him. I really want him to make a splash this year. So I think maybe the ninth pick, go Travis Kelsey. Ooh, okay. So first tight end off the board there, Travis Kelsey going to Ryan Risher. All right. Moving on to number 10, we have Cameron Reed. No possible way to have intel on this guy. Exactly. Uh, there is no data on on his team. Um, also, I don't really know Cameron very well. So I'm just going to pencil him in for Derrick Henry. I don't know if you have anything better or have any more knowledge than I do, but maybe just like the next best running back. Okay. Derrick Henry going to Cam at 10. All right, number 11, Greg Lucius. So Greg has drafted a running back in the first round, the last five drafts. Has drafted so, a running back in the last five? Yep. Okay. Five of five. He's a he's a almost like he's said, you know what? I'm gonna get my stud running back. Okay. 
So I'm going to say Greg goes with Saquon Barkley. Oh, all right. Saquon going to Greco at number 11. All right. Almond Brothers are at number 12. They have drafted a running back in round one, the last four of the five drafts. So another running back heavy team. So I have to keep I have to keep that tendency going. So I'm going to pencil them in for Tony Pollard. Ooh, all right. Pollard going first round to the Almond Brothers. All right. And then we have our last two picks of the first round. We have Jordan Pace and East Coast Wombat. So what do you have for Jordan? What does it give me on Jordan here? I was drafted a running back and running back in round six. That's kind of a random one. Yeah. Never drafted a quarterback before round three. That's all it gives me. I really don't know. Uh, you know, last year he did the uh, the Kelsey Mahomes stack, and that worked out fantastic. Yeah. So he also went zero RB, and he got Brees Hall. Yeah. You know, so that, before he yep. got hurt, he got hurt in like week six last year. And yeah. Brees Hall was just dominating. Yes. And um, Pace also had CeeDee Lamb. I think he picked him up in the second round last year. He was awesome. But I don't really know if he's gonna he's gonna go with Lamb if uh, Stephon Diggs is on the board. I know, I know, I don't know if he has a love hate relationship with Diggs. But a few <laughs> years ago, he was all off on Diggs because I think he had him when the year that he went to Buffalo the first year, and he just went off. And he was like, ah, next year he's probably gonna regress and suck. Well, Diggs is like one of the most reliable running back or uh, receivers in the NFL. He's like a top four, top five every single year. Nothing is changing. So I want to I want to get him Stephon Diggs. All right, Diggs going to pace at number thirteen and fourteen. Last pick of the first round is the East Coast Wombats. What do you got for that? Uh, nothing, nothing real unique here. They just has never drafted a quarterback before round four. Who cares? Um, yeah, I think they're just going to go with the next receiver, and that's CD Lamb. All right, C.D. Lamb. Okay. All right, so uh, just running back down through this. First round's going to go uh, Christian McCaffrey to H&F, Justin Jefferson to Tecmo, Cooper Cup to Jordan Iwanison, Eckler going to Suggs, Chase, Jamar Chase going to Jake, Nick Chubb going to West Coast Wombats, Tyreek Hill going to Kevin, Bijan Robinson going to uh, Carver and Chase, Travis Kelsey going to Risher, Derek Henry going to Cam, Saquon going to Greg, Tony Pollard to Almond Brothers, Diggs to Pace, and C.D. Lamb to East Coast Wombats. You're feeling pretty confident in this? I'm feeling pretty good. I got some data on my side, so yeah. Yeah, I like the data. That's uh, that's a cool feature for sure, having that uh, from, uh, did you say Fantasy Pros? Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, uh, any other thoughts on the first round there, Jake, that you can think of? Not really, uh, the, you know, the, I want to, I, I want to try to pick up on some league patterns. You know, they also have these league patterns. Whoa. Yeah. So like, it just says that one team frequently drafts Eagles players. All right. So we know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, all teams have never drafted a defense special team before around seven. Uh, eight of the 12 teams have never drafted a quarterback before round three. Now that's very interesting. 
So that, that was is. actually so that was actually part of your part of your patterns. You had the most patterns, actually. And huh. one thing I didn't say, you guys have never drafted a quarterback before round seven. Wow. Interesting. I, huh? I didn't I didn't even know that. So you guys clearly believe in the late round quarterback, or you can get a lot of value maybe there oh, yeah. later. Definitely. So maybe Definitely. probably won't see you guys drafting Josh Allen or or Hertz or something in the third or fourth round, wherever they go. Yeah. The only thing I would say is the two three turn is just rough. Um I think I think that possibly, you know, could take a quarterback there. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, we'll see man, if uh like... we'll see if a certain individual doesn't snap snatch up a quarterback there. I think I know which individual and which quarterback you're thinking yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So we we have not taken a quarterback before round seven. I like it. Anything else you see league wise? Not really. You know, last year I was actually the first person to take a quarterback. And this was me saying to the league, do not draft a quarterback in round one. Josh and it was Allen, like the right? first year. Yep. Yeah. And nobody did. And nobody even drafted in the second round. That's crazy. Because I think everybody was like, yeah, you know, it really doesn't make sense to draft a quarterback that high. You know, it it's it's so good to have that stud quarterback on your team just because it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. But when you're passing up marquee receivers and running backs that do so, like you're doing so at your own peril. Yeah. Um, I just my my thought is with the the mock drafts, it seems like everybody's saying, you know, Justin Jefferson has shot up to almost number one in every mock draft, like you were saying. Who is the first one that's that starts the trend, you know, where everybody just kind of regurgitates it and then kind of throws out the same the same mock draft and stuff like that. But um I just think that's interesting, like the how high the wide receivers have gone and how low some of these running backs have gone this year. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, look at what's happened with Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley and even Tony Pollard. Yeah. Those, you know, holdouts are a thing. And we still don't know what Josh Jacobs is going to do. I mean, I've just seen him fall and fall. Like, I keep seeing reports that he's going to report. And then, like, he's tweeting out stuff that, like, oh, it's yeah. not true. Uh, Saquon had this whole thing because I was I was like I'm probably gonna take Saquon there at five uh, if he's there and I still don't know why he's going so late but he's yeah. a stud but people yeah. are just kind of like you There's, know yeah and also so, uh, Jonathan Taylor like that whole situation oh, yeah. with the Colts I mean who knows what's going to happen between now and when we draft next next Friday you know we got one week for this to kind of the dust to settle or you're really taking a gamble on him. So I heard one somebody say on the radio that they could see him sitting out the first, I think it was like six weeks, seven weeks, something like that. And uh, then he would start playing to be sure that he got credit for a season on his contract or something. So uh, there's just some crazy stuff going on with the running backs this year. That's for sure. Yeah. So like, do you, if you're in a, if you're in like the first round, like, do you, I wonder if that plays into the psychology, like maybe, maybe take like a sure running back like I Nick know, Chubb, yeah. Eckler and McCaffrey are just like absolute surefire things. Yeah. That, and that's or what them just so 
coveted at this point because there's really not many running backs at all, like the workhorse running back that you're used to. Yeah, so, you know, maybe if you're sitting there in the back half of the first round, you're just like, you know, screw these running backs. I'm just going to get a stud receiver. And we could see, you know, eight receivers go off the board in the first round or something. It could be something crazy like that. I'm really curious to see what happens. Right, yeah. All right, well, uh, Jake, thanks for the mock draft. Quickly, guys, just a reminder that the draft is one week from today when we are recording this on Friday. Um, So it is next Friday, and um, it will be at Teenside on September 1st, just like last year. The food will be ready at 6 o'clock, so you guys can get there um, a little bit earlier than that if you want to. It doesn't matter. Uh, We'll be setting up, but food will be ready at 6 for sure claim your spot on the table. Um, and then we will start the draft. We would love to start the draft promptly by six 30 so we can get everybody going. Be sure that you guys bring some, something to make your draft picks with a uh, laptop if possible, or an iPad. Um, I think you could use your phone if you have to, if you had to, uh, but we will be doing the same thing. We will not be calling out the picks except for the first round. And, uh, you guys will be selecting on whichever device that you bring. Um, I have confirmed with Jeff that the uh, mashed potatoes ice cream is coming back this year. So uh, that's big. The cookies are coming back. And uh, I texted Pace. I haven't heard from Pace. I just I texted him right when I started uh, the podcast to see if he was bringing anything. So we will have to wait and see. And uh, so, Jake, what's your number one food request? We always do this every year. What's your number one? So my request was always cupcakes, but I know that's not a thing. But yeah. I will say that since Pace has been doing the barbecue, yeah, that's that's gonna that's number one. Uh, yeah, come yeah. on, Pace, you're gonna yeah. have to come on. I mean, let me let me just check and see if he texts me back real quick. Oh, he said, "Breaking news! Break! This is breaking news." <laughs> He says, uh, so funny you ask. I was talking with Brandy about it. I am planning on doing a pork shoulder again with some sauces and a potato salad. However, Brandy and I are closing on our first house that week, so it may be a last-minute bail. All right. So, uh, Pace, congrats on the house. That's awesome. And uh, please don't let that stand in the way. Okay, priorities. Let's get the uh, yeah. shoulder. Let's get the pork shoulder to the draft with the sauces, then the house, okay? Yeah. So anyways, breaking news. There you have it. There is hope. Um, All right. So I think that's pretty much it. Any last words, Jake, you can think of? Nope. Um, I'll see you guys next week. All right. Draft at 6 o'clock, or the food is at 6 o'clock. Draft at 6.30. See you guys Friday. (laughs) 